0: There is one spiritual tradition and path that frightens most people when they get into spirituality. And that tradition is Advaita Vedanta and the path of Jnana Yoga. Now, why is this? And why is this particular tradition more frightening than most? The irony of this is that this is probably one of the most powerful spiritual traditions that you can actually follow, but at the same time, it's the most frightening for most people. And the reason for this is many. But the main reason is because this is not a path of self-improvement. Now, a lot of people get into spirituality because they want to improve themselves, meaning they want to improve their own ego, meaning that this is more of an ego enhancement rather than self-realization. Now actually there's nothing wrong with this because in society it's probably beneficial to be more centered and focused in your own personality than it is to be you know all over the place and driven by certain urges that are not going to be beneficial for you within your working environment or your relationships within society. But this aspect of self-improvement has nothing to do with a lot of spiritual traditions in the east actually not many at all when we get to the heart of them especially in Advaita Vedanta because if someone wants to truly be a jnani and follow the path of jnani yoga meaning following the path of non-duality then that requires the somewhat elimination or the diminishing of one's ego personality meaning the disappearance of yourself and this is very frightening for most people i remember when i first got introduced to a lot of the eastern traditions when i was a lot younger and you know i didn't have any framework of what these traditions were i was just innocently learning from all of them and from a lot of teachers and also involved in a lot of the meditative practices but it was kind of mind-blowing for myself especially as a westerner growing up in the west when the primary mentality is individualism and being successful in the social sphere of life meaning obviously money stable family having a successful career being somebody and all of these things so when i got introduced to the eastern traditions it was completely mind-blowing and actually very liberating for myself because i was never really attracted to all of those sorts of things of being sort of somebody in society and being socially successful and all of those things that are kind of promoted in the American dream that a lot of people have bought into. And so this was really liberating when I started to learn a lot of these traditions. It kind of loosened my shoulders up and I, I got rid of all of those silly fantasies that we're supposed to have, especially in the West. But the part that I struggled with when I was a younger man was the idea of you know the diminishing of one's ego and personality and more of a merging in with the greater consciousness of the universe. And this can be obviously taken in many ways if you're not specifically trained to understand this properly. So you don't have the proper mental framework and you don't have the philosophical tenets to understand this elimination of ego to merge with the greater consciousness in in Advaita Vedanta that being the Brahman and so if you don't have enough training this can be a bit of a mind bender and so a lot of people uh, obviously naturally become frightened because when someone comes across for example if you come across the teachings of Ramana Maharishi a lot of people want to practice self-inquiry vicharya and a lot of people will practice this and have no prior training. I mean they'll just read a book from Ramana Maharishi and they won't have a specific teacher or guru to to sort of take them through the process of how to practice self-inquiry properly, teach them the philosophical tenets of Advaita Vedanta, and giving you the general kind of psychology of the East, which is very important if you want to follow Advaita Vedanta and the path of Jnana Yoga seriously. But what we find is people just sort of get thrust into this and then they go to maybe a Western guru and they have satsang and the guru will tell them, you know, who is the I and so forth and so on. So they had this kind of elimination of their personality or they try to eliminate their personality. All they're doing inside their mind really is there's this, there's this, this friction of their ego and the self or what they perceive as the self, but they haven't really had that experience And so then they practice that for a while and then obviously they might have anxiety attacks or they might have a bit of a schizophrenic break or something like this because they are not practicing it properly and this is causing a lot of friction inside themselves. But if you can find a teacher and a guru who can teach you Advaita Vedanta to its nth degree, then this will give you the tools to actually have that experience, that realization of the Atman, And then there won't be these fears of, you know, whether this is self-improvement or or not. And so, getting back to my original point, a lot of people dive into uh, Advaita Vedanta, they go to, maybe they go to a satsang or they go to a spiritual teacher and they go to learn about their true self. And they think that their true self has still got something to do with their actual ego personality. But it doesn't. The ego itself is the temporary aspect of ourselves. It's not that eternal aspect of ourselves, which is the Atman. And so when you learn Advaita Vedanta, you're learning about the Atman. You're not learning about how to become a better person. And this is what a lot of people need to understand. The irony here is that if you practice Advaita Vedanta and you understand it truthfully, you will probably become a better person in that process anyway because you've understood that true nature of yourself and then you begin to be skillful at living in both worlds you could say you know being this person that you are in some sense in this physical and mental reality but also being connected with that deeper reality so you have that understanding that You are this person, but deep down within yourself, you're the entire universe. This is easier said than done. You know, and I know this personally for myself, especially when I was a younger man and I started practicing self-inquiry and learning Advaita Vedanta, this was something I recognized myself. And a lot of people do. And a lot of people, when they go into learning Advaita Vedanta, or even if they were learning something like Buddhism or um, other paths, Especially Indic paths. If we look at Samkhya or we look at Jainism and we look at the paths of yoga, then there is this focus on that you are not this personality. This is the temporary aspect of yourself. So you need to reconnect or realign yourself with the true self, which is beyond name and form. And this frightens most people because you know we are geared in the world from an individualistic perspective and when we are geared in the world from that individualistic perspective that self-interested perspective then what is important within that society or what we think is important within that society is that we boost our ego we boost our worth from a psychological perspective we boost our psychological worth so we will think "Ah, oh, look at tom he's very charismatic and You know, a lot of people love him and look at his followers on social media. And so we think that that is successful. But that is only from the individualistic point of view and the ego point of view, actually. Is that person truly successful or do they just have more social media followers and have more attention? That's all it is, really. So does that make them more successful? Of course not. True success in this life is the understanding and the recognition of the true self within us all. And that is what the focus should be in our life. That is the opportunity we all have to be human, is to experience liberation and freedom from suffering. So this is also what the Buddha realized, because when the Buddha noticed that all of this seeking and striving within the social sphere actually leads to suffering and actually just keeps promoting suffering. And you just keep following this path where it never ends, where you get to one goal and you achieve that, but next minute you look and there's another goal. And then you just keep going and going and going and going in this perpetual cycle, what they would call samsara, and you never get out of this. And the way to get out of this is to experience nirvana if we're talking about Buddhism or if we we're talking the Hindu past, we would be talking about Moksha or Mukti. And the way to do that is not through self-improvement. Now, I know that that might put a lot of people off, but if you are going to get into the Eastern traditions, not just Advaita Vedanta, if you're going to get into Buddhism or even if you, in some sense, if you're going to get into to Taoism or even yoga or samkhya or jainism or you're going to follow these great traditions then i've got some news to tell you this is not about being the coolest person in the room this is not about being super charismatic this is not about being the most popular person in the world this is about liberation and the understanding of your true nature which is the most important thing in the world doesn't matter you can have the money that jeff bezos has it doesn't equate to this to this liberation and you need to have that firmly within your mind if you are sincere about following these great traditions because self-improvement is only good to a certain degree it's only good in the sense that you will be able to take care of yourself in society and maybe your family if you are somewhat you know clever and you uh climbing the social order or you are climbing the ladder in your career and you are getting paid more and, you know, you are becoming a somewhat a a Junzi, to use Chinese, to use a Confucian term, you are becoming sort of a Junzi within society, a superior person where you are sort of using your personality to better your immediate life. But what usually happens with that, especially when people get older and they have been successful in society, When they get older, what do they do to They turn to the scriptures. They turn to the great traditions. Because deep down, that has given them nothing other than comfort and convenience. Which is important, don't get me wrong, it's important. But it's not the main reason why we are here. And so, as I have gone on about, if you are interested in Advaita Vedanta or the Eastern traditions, don't expect it to be a process of self-improvement. Because in truth, it's a process of ego annihilation. And I don't mean this in the sense that your ego won't exist, but you will have stopped believing in this identity that you have. So it's not that the identity evaporates. It's that your belief in this identity dissolves. And then all that is left is the experience of the self, the experience of the atman and that's the true success that we need to be striving for in this world and that is actually what we all yearn for but we have to get out of this individualistic perspective of trying to be somebody in the world and instead we need to find our true self and our true nature to the entire universe so guys i hope you enjoyed this episode and you know think about it deeply and make sure you've subscribed to this channel and also turn on that little bell notification to check when my next video or episode will be out and leave a comment and tell me your experiences of ad vita vedanta or other Eastern traditions and if you had ever been frightened by those. And also go over to my Patreon page and if you feel inspired by these videos, contribute a small amount to future episodes of this channel which will go towards more, probably better production, and more equipment. So remember, if you are interested in Advaita Vedanta, you are interested in an Eastern spiritual path, don't be afraid that it's not going to benefit you on a personal level. Remember why you are here and what the opportunity you have in this human form. Shanti, shanti, shanti.